Okay, we're on Yud Beis Amid Beis, 12b, two lines from the bottom, and we're trying to understand why Mordechai in the Megillah is described as coming from Binyamin, and he's also called Yehuda, which sounds like he came from Yehuda, and it can't be both. So now the more, the first, we explained yesterday, one view is they both were taking credit for him. Now, Rava says another view. Rava Omer Knesset Yisrael Omer Le'idiki. So there's another way to look at it. And uh, the other way is that they were both saying not to take the blame. Like this. Ma asali Yehudi uma lo Yemini. Look what the fellow from Yehuda, the tribe of Yehuda did. And look how he got paid back with somebody from Binyamin. Ma asali Yehudi delokatu l'shimi. David HaMelech was from Yehuda. And uh, he didn't kill Shimi ben Gera, even though Shimi ben Gera deserved to be killed. The Sialimina, and he gave birth to Mordechai, the Mekani Behaman. And this view is that Mordechai, in a certain way, got Haman angry at the Jews. Umashilmo Ishamini, and uh, how was he paid back also from somebody from Benyamin? Delo kitlo shol agag. Shol didn't kill agag, this yalin mine amen, the mitzvah Yisrael. So uh, it almost points out the trouble that came from uh, uh, Mordechai and that came from Shol. Rabbi Yochanan says, Really, there's no question Mordechai came from Benyamin. I, but my Why is he called Yehuda? That's because Mordechai took a stand against idolatry. You remember Haman wore an idol around his neck and insisted that everybody bow down to him. Uh, that's idolatry, and Mordechai took a stand against that. And when somebody takes a stand against idols, they're called Yehudi. Not from uh, uh, Yehuda from Judah. It means that's the name of somebody that stands up against that. It's in Guvern Yehudoin. Over there, Mishol Hanani Vazarya, who weren't from the tribe of Yehuda, didn't bow down to the statue because they were Gavran Yehudoin. They were Jews. Jews don't bow down to idols. When he would explain the book of Diver Hayamim, Diver Hayamim is chronicles, a very complicated book. He would say the following All the words of chronicles are one. What he means is the following. What does he mean the words are one? There are many times in Chronicles, in Dibra Hayamim, where it mentions many people, and it's really just referring to one person. So over here, uh, we're, we're going to prove, uh, actually, where it calls somebody Yehuda, uh, where also it means that they uh, didn't worship idols. Again, so the whole world worshiped idols, and the word Judah or Jew is somebody who doesn't worship idols. And so actually, the reason we brought this is because it references somebody that has that title, Yehuda, Yehudoi, and it also refers to the fact that she didn't worship idols. But uh, it's not connected uh, directly to the Megillah. It's connected to the concept that the word Yehuda, when used in Tanakh, refers to a person uh, that takes a stand against idolatry. Now, uh, in Divra Hayamim, it'll quote many different names. Often the names are not a different people, but they're different aspects of the same person. And he explains. It says like this, V'ishta Yehudiya. And his Jewish, his wife who was Yehudia, his wife here referring to Basia Basparo, that was later on married by Kolev, Yolda Esyered, 
she uh, gave birth to somebody called Yerid and Avigdor and Chaver, Avishoko, Yikuseo, Aviznuach, Ve'elu B'nei Basi. These are the children of Basia Basparo, Sholokach Merit. So, first of all, why is she called Yehudia, a Jewish person? She's a convert. The answer is, Ashum Shekofre Bavodazara. Because we find that Basia, the daughter of Paro, uh, denied the idolatry of Paro's palace. It says that she went down to bathe. Uh, Rashi says, She had it with the idols of Paro, and she went down to show that she realized they were nothing. And that's when she came across Moshe Rabbeinu. The um, Omer Yochanan, she she went to the water to um, wash herself or to purify herself from the idolatry. Uh, now, the more is a question, why does it say that Moshe was her son? She, all she did was she raised him, but uh, she wasn't the parents. Uh, Yolda, what does it mean she gave birth to him? But all she did was raise him. Lomerla comes to teach you. Anybody that raises an orphan, boy or girl, the Torah considers it like they gave birth to them, even though they have parents, because the one who, who raises them is the one who gets the credit. Yered zu Moshe. And Yered refers to Moshe Rabbeinu. Why does he have the name Yered? Nikrishmo, Yared, she Yered lem Yisrael man of The man came down in his chus. Gedor should get a petition to Israel. Gedor means to fix up a, a hole in a fence. When there were holes in the Jewish people that the Jewish people were in danger of sinning and falling through, he fixed them up. Chaver shekiv Israel lovinu shemayim. Connecting, he connected the Jewish people to their Father in heaven. Suka shenas lem Israel kesuka. He made us like a hut. He covered over us. Yikusio shekavul Israel lekel biyamav that we hope to Hashem. The new exchange nikam rosem shes he caused us to throw away our sins. Avi, 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 he was the father, like the father of a country. Avi, he was a leader and a father in Torah, a father in Pachachma and wisdom, and a father in prophecy. <laughs> and these were the children of Basia, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu, and she was married by Yered. And uh, who was uh, Basia married Merid? Miki Merid Shmo? Was that his name? Velo Kolushmo. His name was Kolit. Oma Kodeshboku Yolu Kolushemerid Baatzes Meraglim. Let Kolit. Who rebelled against uh, the advice of the Miraglim? He, uh, the, he was the majority of the spies. All were thinking in one way, and Kolev was able to go against everybody. So, and he married Basia Basparo also, who was in the palace where everybody worshipped idols. She married She went against them. Okay. Now we're going to continue on explaining the Megillah. Asher Higla. It mentions that Mordechai went into Golis from Yisraelim. It doesn't say he went together with. Klau Yisrael, in other words, a large section of Klau Yisrael had been sent into Gullus. Mordechai went down there to join him. But he ominous Hadassah, and he raised Hadassah. So the question is, why does the Torah sometimes, and the Megillah sometimes call her Hadassah and also calls her Esther? Which is her real name? So Tanya Remer Omer Esther Shmo, her real name is Esther. Ah, why is she called Hadassah? Al-Shem Asadikim Shinikra Hadassim. The word Hadassah is a, u- a word used to describe righteous people. Esther was the Tzadikus, so that's why she was called Hadassah. Where do you see that? It says, Who omed ben Hadassah? Rita says, No, her real name was Hadassah. Aye, then the question is, Because she kept her words hidden. She kept the secret. Um, the Mordecai uh, had told her not to tell people where she was from, and great pressure was put on her to reveal where she was from, and she was able to 
keep it secret. Ain't Esther Megadis Amma. Rebbe says her real name was Hadassah. Why is she called Esther? Sheimus Olam Koronoso. She said that was her non-Jewish name, Aushum Estahar. That's the name of the moon, of uh, uh, Estahar. Then Azai says, Esther lo ruchav lo He said the reason she was called Hadassah is because she wasn't too big, she wasn't too small. Ella Benish, she was average, ka Hadassah. Hadassah was a, she was, um, uh, she, she was a very normal person, so to speak. He says, no, actually, Esther wasn't intrinsically beautiful. She had a paleness to her. Um, some of the Beforshim say when she was forcibly taken to her house uh, to be given to the pagan king, she, she totally lost it. Her lost her color, lost her health, and so she turned green. She turned pale. And miraculously, Hashem made her look good, So, because uh, it was part of the plan to save Klaus Yisrael that she was chosen. She had no parents. Why does it say her parents died? That's repeating itself. So Amar Avacha Ivrisa, when the mother was pregnant, Mace Ava, Avi, her father died. Yotata, when her mother gave birth, Mace Ima, so she was a real orphan. Mos Avi, Avi, Ima, Lacha, Mordechai, and Mordechai took her in like a daughter. Tanyushu, Meir, Altikri, Labas, don't say like a daughter, Ella, Labayas. Actually, say that Mordechai married her. You see, there's a mushroom over there with David Amelech. Uh, when he took Basheva, where it describes the word Bas to mean wife for a daughter. Over that describes the sheep that he took and raised in Ban of Yachta, Mipita, Tocha, ate from his bread. Homakosa, Tishra, drank from his Jimbekeya and slept in his house. And she was like a daughter. There, the word Tishka, just because she sleeps in the same house, is she like a daughter? It means that she was like a wife. The Eshebanar said says that Esther Hamalka was given seven maids uh, as she was getting ready to meet the king. What did she do with these seven maids? The Torah, I mean, the, why did the Torah need to tell us that? It tells us that she was she had a system so that this way she could keep track of when Shabbos was. The and something the uh, they uh, they fed her and her maidservants a special diet. What's going on with that? Omarab. Shechila Michael Yehudi. One view is she ordered kosher food. Question is, wouldn't that give away she was Jewish? No, not necessarily. She was raised in Mordechai's house, so she put in a special order. Shmuel says Shechila Kidra Kaziri. He said they gave them pork. Rashi says bacon belaz. Um, the idea was that since she was pale, they wanted to fatten her up, make her look nice, so they gave her b- bacon. Tosos here says Chas v'Shalom. She didn't eat it; only her maidens ate it. Rashi says she ate it, but she didn't have a choice because the, uh, the king would have killed her and a person's allowed to when they don't have a choice. Um, but uh, there's another version over here on, on the Gemara which mentions instead of chazira as pig, it's chazeris as vegetables, like uh, she was vegan because she didn't want to eat treif. Rabbi Yochum says Royim, that she had seeds. of And similarly, uh, you see that it sees uh, Daniel also ate vegetarian amongst the Gentiles. To, this way, he wasn't uh, eating non-kosher. He gave him seeds. According to some, that's where the minig of homentashin with seeds are, to remember that uh, Esther and Daniel ate seeds amongst the Gentiles to keep loyal to Hashem and his mitzvahs. It says that she had special treatment in oil. What kind of oil was this? He said it was setakas, some kind of balsam oil. Rehuna Amar Shemin Zayis. No, it was olive oil, shalahevi shlish, that had not grown a third. 
Tanya Reb Yudah Amar That's called a pikna. That's olive oil. Shlohevi shlish that hadn't fully ripened. And why would they use olive oil? Shemesh it removes the hair. Umanis abaser it softens the flesh. Be'erav he bought the women will be brought at night to him. Uba boker he shiva and then they would be taken away in the morning. So Amar Reb Yochum Nusla Shosa Russia. This wicked man was. Uh, he was having relations with all these women, yet still there was one good point. Uh, he didn't have relations during the day. Comes to tell us that uh, um, that uh, this it's uh, a person. It's not uh, not recommended that they have relations during the day. That's like uh, even Akushverish didn't do that. Esther found favor in his Everybody claimed that she was one of them. Since Esther didn't tell people where she was from, and she found favor in everybody's eyes, everybody claimed she was one of theirs. And she was taken to the king in the tenth month, who Kodesh Tevis, there was a month where it's cold, um, they didn't have heat, and people appreciated body warmth, and it was just part of the plan that uh, out of all the women, and she didn't really want to be chosen, but Hashem worked it out to save the Jewish people that she was chosen, and she was taken in a month where the king was cold and he appreciated the body warmth. It says he loved her from all the women, from all the women and from all the virgins. Basically, Esther was not a virgin, but it means to say that Ahasuerus preferred her over all the virgins and all the women, whoever he had, whatever flavor he wanted, Esther suited his needs. And then he made a big party. Why did he make a big party? He thought if he makes a party, she'll say who, what people she's from. Dali Karga, he took off the taxes, and still people didn't reveal who she was from. Shadi Pishdani sent gifts to See, everybody wants, uh, if there were relatives of the king, whenever we have new politicians, all of a sudden their relatives come forward. They want to... Uh, they want to benefit from the name of the politician. So they thought that her relatives would come forward. Nobody came forward. Um, then it mentions there was a second uh, uh, group of women that were brought to the palace. So what was that about? I thought Akashverus chose her. Akashverus asked advice from Mordechai. He said, If she's jealous and she's worried about uh, pleasing the king, if she sees that you might take someone else, then uh, she'll tell you who she's from. A few Haki still low Galilee. She didn't tell the Ksiv and Esther Goddess Molavita. Mordechai was hoping that uh, maybe she'd be let go. Uh, that was really a question why it was strange that out of all the pagan women that Esther would be chosen. Omar might exceed. What is it written as we turn the page? On Yud Gimel Amid Beis, 13b. Lo Yigra Mitzadak, it says the, uh, the reward is not withheld from a tzaddik. People, when they do the right things, they're paid back. So the first, everybody has, uh, uh, many people have schus avos that go all the way back. So the original schus was with Rochel Imenu. Because Rochel Imenu had the advantage of snias, so she had a descendant who would be the first king, would be Shoal. And Shoal had great snias, so he had a descendant, Esther. What was the sneas of Rachel to Steve? And here's the whole story. When Yaakov first met Rachel, he said, I'm your uncle. Was he your father's brother? He was the son of his father's sister. He was a nephew. 
So he said to Rachel Yimeinu Minsevili, please marry me. I agree, I will. But be careful, my father's a trickster. He won't let you. He said, well, I'll do whatever I have to. I can trick him back. I, I can, I'm up to the make sure that he'll let me marry you. Can you fight him at his own game? Is that permitted? There's a pasuk he never with a straight person you're straight. With a crooked person you you're crooked. I'll, 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 you have to do what you have to do. Omale Ramosa, how's he going to trick me? Omale Isli Akosta I have an older sister, but Lominsimakame, and he will not let me get married first. Masile Simanam. So Yaakov gave her special secret passwords. Kimata Lila, when it came night of the wedding, Omra Hashika Mise Ikasi. So Esther, I the way I understood it was she, because she was so modest, she understood how painful it would be and embarrassing to Leah to be embarrassed in front of everybody in the wedding night when she would be rejected. So her modesty led her to give, give up her whole future because she could not imagine how painful it would be to be publicly embarrassed. Rashi does say differently. Rashi says, She gave the simonim to Leah and didn't tell anybody. So she didn't take credit for it. I even had a shot that even Leah didn't even wasn't even aware that it was just for Rachel. But uh, uh, that's why Leah later on said that, you know, why are you taking my husband? She did, uh, uh, Rachel didn't do it in a way that she was trying to get credit for it. So, that's why the Pusik says in the morning it was Leah. That implied that earlier it wasn't Leah. Since... She gave Rachel gave the secret passwords to Leah. Lo hava yad ad hashli. Didn't figure out till the morning that it was Leah. So therefore, she merited to have the first king, the great tzaddik Shol. And what was the modesty in Shol? He didn't brag about being selected for king. Most people would want to brag. He was very quiet. Esther. That's why he had the descendant Esther also, who could keep a secret, didn't go around talking. It's an advantage of sneers. And when a person is given a station, is, is given greatness, so the option exists for that to continue in that family forever. On the other hand, if a person gets angry, gets arrogant with what he's given, then Hashem lowers him. Then it says, this, my Mordechai Esther, also, Esther did the teachings of Mordechai. What does that refer to? When a person's married and they're not sure if they're bleeding, they would show the blood, the potential blood to the sages just to be sure. So she kept these laws just like when she was married to Mordechai. Either she was hoping to come back to him or because of the next teaching that actually she was still uh, had relations with Mordechai in secret. Uh, but it, it reflected that she was loyal to her life as a Jew. She would live with Akashvevish to Tovelus for Mordechai. And then she'd go to the mikvah and be together with Mordechai. Mordechai was in the gate of the king, It says that the two officers of the king rebelled against him. How did Mordechai discover this? Sometimes it says that they got uh, the king got angry with them, or there was anger on them. Sometimes Hashem causes a king to get angry with his servants. 
So the first place was in order to do the will of a tzaddik. The first one was by Yosef. Uh, it says that Yosef in the prison met the butler and the baker who the king got angry with. So servants get, their masters get angry at the servants to do a miracle for a tzaddik. And here also, Hashem, the Akashverish got angry at Vixen and Serish. There was an anger and a rebellion so that Mordecai would get the credit that ultimately would help save the Jewish people. Well, who is that Mordecai? See, we Mordecai found out. You know how Mordecai found out? Because these two guards were from the country of Tris. And they were speaking in their language. And they thought nobody here is from Tris, would know our language. And they were complaining about Esther. And they said, since she came to the palace, oh, she made, we've been working too hard. We haven't had any sleep in our eyes. Let's put some poison here and get rid of the king. It started out as a resentment against the queen and the work they were doing, and they decided to poison the king. They didn't know that Mordechai was a member of the Hewn Chamber, was a member of the Sanhedrin. And in order to be in a Jewish court, you had to be able to hear without an interpreter. And so the members, many members of Sanhedrin were expert linguists who knew all the languages, because Jews could be found in all countries. And the way they were caught is these two guards didn't have the same guard duty. One of them said, so the other one could get to poison. I'll do two shifts and then you could go. And that's what it means. And then when the king investigated, he found that the guard wasn't on duty on time. And so then that's when he uh, got in trouble. And that's where he wrote down that Mordechai saved the king's life. What does it mean? Hashem only raised Haman up to power where we knew he had the means to knock him down because Mordechai had that credit for saving the king's life. Hashem will not harm the Jewish people. He already has the healing way to heal them first. Hashem's our healer. And then he punished us. But with the nations of the world, he hits them, and then afterwards he creates the Rafu. It shows us that Hashem only hits us out of love in order to get us to do Teshuvah because the Rafua is there to begin with. Then it says, when Haman got angry with Mordechai, he didn't want to just take revenge against Mordechai. It was lowly in his eyes only to take revenge against one person. So first he thought, I'll kill Mordechai. And then he thought, you know what? I'll kill people like Mordechai, all the rabbis. Uman Rabban, the Sof, he said, no, that does, I might as well kill all the Jews. He put poor, he threw a, a poor, what's a poor, who a girl, it's a lottery. And it landed in the month of Adar. So Meyak Simkadola Haman was very happy. The lottery fell out in the month where Moshe died, and that's Moshe Rabbeinu is the leader of the Jewish people. But that's uh, he didn't know Shibashiva Ba'adr Mace. Adar is not an unlucky month for us, even though Moshe died on Zion Adar, Bishiva Ba'adr Nolad, he was born in the month of Adar. So that was actually a good sign and a merit for Klau Yisrael. So then Haman went to convince Achashverosh to destroy the Jews. Yeshnu Amechad, and this is the description. There is a people, Amarava, Leka Deyeda Lishna Bishika Haman. Haman was an expert at bashing people. There's nobody who knew how to slander a people and, uh, like Haman did. So Amar Lei Tegmina 
so Haman said, let's wipe out the Jews. said, I'm afraid of their God. We remember what happened to Belshazzar. He said, I don't want it to happen to me like what happened to those that came before me. You got nothing to worry about. The Jews are old from the mitzvahs. They don't have merits anymore. They still have rabbis. They still have holy people who keep the mitzvahs. But they're all one people. Uh, well, don't think that if you wipe out the Jews, there'll be a hole in your kingdom. No, they're all spread out. And maybe you think there's a benefit to having Jews. No, the Jews are like a prada, like a mule. The Jews don't do any benefit to society. Maybe there's a whole country of Jews I won't be able to wipe out. They're spread out. They have different religions. They won't eat with us. They won't marry us. We don't... Um, we don't marry, we can't take them. They, their boys don't marry our, our daughters and our daughters don't marry their boys. And our, we don't marry, the, they don't take our daughters. And they don't follow the rules. And whenever they work, they make excuses. They say, it's Shabbos today or it's Pesach today. They have all these holidays. They're not really hardworking. It just doesn't pay to keep them for the king. They eat and they drink and they are, reject the kingdom. If a fly falls into their cup, no big deal. They throw out the cup and they drink it. But if my master, the king, would touch their cup of wine, they would pour it out on the floor and they wouldn't drink it because they consider us Gentiles. Um, that's the rule with, with pagans. If they touch our wine, that it's not kosher. And he was using that as a, as a way to slander us. If it's good to the king, let the king write to destroy the Jews, and here's the money. It was revealed and opened to the one who created the world, that Haman would try to bribe the king against the, Jew, the Jewish people. So Hashem did a preemptive strike to give us a merit with money to combat. The, basically, when a person is willing to go to great effort at great expense to do evil, so according to the, Hashem allows people to put in effort for that effort to be achieved. So we have to show that we put in as much effort for good as he did for evil. So therefore, Hashem gave us the mitzvah of Shkolem to show we were willing to spend the money on Hashem and therefore the money he was willing to spend to do harm would have no effect. And that's what we learned on the first of Adar. Uh, we make the announcements to collect the Shkolem.